Shabbos Dav Kupchof Aleph, today's email comes to us from Yisrael G. He writes, I have to let you know how therapeutic Yishuram are. I was driving back from the Caskills and was sitting in traffic on the 17th for more than two and a half hours. I started a few weeks ago doing Chazor from the beginning. Now I'm up to Daf Chof Zayin. Trust me, there's no better way to spend time alone in traffic other than your Gevaldi Yishuram. Thanks again, Yisrael G. Yishur Kayach. Famous concept of Amira La'akum Shvos. It's Osir to tell a non-Jew, or even to hint a non-Jew, to do Malacha for you on Shabbos. So what if you have a fire, and the fire department comes down, says the Mishnah, you don't have to prevent them from putting out the flame, but you now direct them and tell them, put out the flame. But if a minor, obviously we're talking about, there's no Pikuach Nefesh, if a minor comes to put out the flame, you must stop him, because he's doing it al das aviv to appease his father. Let's say there's a situation where he's doing malacha, not for that self, for his own sake. Let's say he finds keys in the Rosh Hashanah, he wants to play with them. You don't have to prevent it. Because we paskin that cotton oichel and veilois, if a cotton is eating, or at least this sugi paskins, if a cotton is eating the veilois, aim bezim mitzuvim, they're not mechoyev to prevent him. The Gemara tells us that there was a fire in the yard of Yosef ben Simai. And the guy came to put it out, his friends, the Roman friends that he had in the government, and he, and he said, no, please don't put it out. It's Shabbos today. And the Gemara tells us he paid them very nicely. And a nace happened that rain came and put out the fire. Chacham said he didn't have to do so. As we learned in the Mishnah, that if a guy comes, you don't have to prevent him. Rabami says that when it comes to a fire, or any loss for that matter, you can announce and let it be known that whoever helps you is not going to lose. They will be compensated. But you don't say so, you say it, you won't lose. And that's the halacha, but you cannot prove it from our Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, you could take a bowl, flip it over, and put it over a lit candle so it doesn't cause damage, over waste, the Gemara is going to explain, we're talking about chicken waste, which is muktzah, so that a child shouldn't come and touch it, and over, you could take a bowl, flip it over, and put it over and trap a scorpion. The Gemara says that according to Rabbi Yechim and Zakai, he saw somebody do so, trap a scorpion, he said, I'm afraid that he might be Chayi Vachatos. Even though it's Malach Shem Tzrichel Gufa, Rabbi Yechim and Zakai holds like Rabbi Yudha Yechayiv. The Gemara tells us a story that Rav Oven gave a couch to two out of three guests, to Rabbi Yehuda, to Rabbi Yirmiya, but not to Rav Hanan, the son of Rava. And Rav Hanan took exception to that. And when he heard Rav Oven teaching his son our Mishnah, and he said that you cannot cover the waist of a child so that another child shouldn't touch it, he said a very strong Lashen. He said, Oven Shatya. Oven is a Shaita. And he's teaching Shtusim to his child. Why? Because the feces, the waist of a child is not Mukta. A dog, it's ready for Achilles Kalev. So therefore you just pick it up and put it in the garbage. There's no reason to cover it. And there's no issue of noilad, since you're anticipating it, you expect it to happen. And therefore, our mission is talking about the waste of a chicken, which is mukta. Yes, there's a concept of graf ray. Anything disgusting, you're allowed to move. You're, the Gemara brings a story that there was a dead mouse by uh, Rav Ashi, by Zipsamim, and he said, pick it up by a tail and move it out. It's a graf ray. So too, the waste of a chicken should be mutter to move. The reason why over here you can't move it and you have to put a clean on it is because it was already in a pile, in a heap of trash in his own chatzar. No heter to move it for graf shorei. 
Shom Levi says that any animal that could cause damage, you're allowed to kill on Shabbos if it's chasing you. Now, there are five animals that even if they don't chase you, they're going in a different direction, you're allowed to kill them. And they are the Egyptian fly, very dangerous, the Nineveh hornet, the scorpion that lives in Chadiov in Iraq, the snakes of Eretz Yisrael, and a rabid dog, a mad dog, anywhere in the world. There's a Tana that said in front of the Rabbi Ravuna that if somebody kills a snake, Ein Ruach Chasidim It's not in the spirit of the Chasidim. So he said, the, what you just said is not in the spirit of Chachamim. Chachamim are not happy with these Chasidim. But his own father, Ravuna's own father, Rabbi, said that somebody once killed a bee and he told him, did you finish with all the bees? The, bees ha- the bee has many friends. In other words, it's not a good idea to kill a bee on Shabbos. The Gemara says an amazing thing. If a person has an opportunity to kill a vicious snake, it's a big schos. It's megaglum schos zakai. But if he had a brush with the snake, and his life was in danger and he wasn't able to kill him, that's the reverse sign. That's a sign that he was supposed to be harmed by the snake, and Akash Baruch made an ace that he shouldn't be harmed. So he has to start thinking what he might have done in order to deserve this. And that, the Gemara says, is only in a situation where the snake was hissing at him. And it was in a matzav of Sakana. The Gemara tells a story that once a snake fell in the Bismedrush of Rebbe. And a Nivasi, somebody from Niva, came up and killed the snake. And Rebbe said a cryptic statement. He said, the snake met his match. And the Gemara wasn't sure, was it a good thing that he killed the snake? Or perhaps it wasn't such a good thing. And the Gemara remains with the Suffolk. Rabbiane said that you're allowed to kill a hornet and certainly a snake, but we can't bring a riot from that. Why? Because there's a concept called Lefituma. If you're walking and a snake passes by, you don't have to go around the snake. You can continue walking. In fact, you're allowed to step on it and kill it on purpose. But it's Lefituma, he's just walking, he's not going out of his way to kill it. And that's what the Shulchan Aruch Paskins. When it comes to spittle, for instance, the Shulchan Aruch says, we do have the concept of Lefitumai, but you can't have Kavana, you can't do it on purpose. The Gemara tells us a story that Abba Bar Marta owed money to the Rish Gullus, so the people of the Rish Gullus brought him in, and they were tormenting him that he should pay back. And it was on Shabbos, and the Rishgalas noticed there was spit on the floor. So he said, cover the spit. So Abba Barmajda said, why do you have to cover it? You just walk the feet to Umay, And it covers itself. There's no problem of Baina, of Mashvegumais. So the Rishgalas says, ooh, this guy's a Tamut Chacham. Let him loose. Don't bother him. Have a wonderful day.